Hey, hey guys. guys. How hey. are you? I'm good. Dude, great. I'm 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 got that like giddiness. It's like the end of the quarter. I'm like giddy. I'm feeling festive. I'm excited for the holidays. I've had like a great week. I was like, what is it about this week? Even though yesterday was a little weird. But besides that, I was like, whatever. Me too. I just had like a great I week. I thought I was gonna be so stressed. Honestly, I've been I, my ta- my time management has been slaying because I haven't really been that stressed yet. Good. Even How's though I have your, a ton of work. Yeah, how are your finals going? <sighs> Not bad, really. Okay. I just have the th- presentation today. That's pretty easy. And then I just have media law, which I have to study for. And you're going to kill it because you've killed all the other ones. Dude, now I'm, like, not even worried about it because I'm, like, I slay. I slay that. I've been slaying that class. I've been slayful at it. <laughs> I've been slayful at that class. <laughs> that's so funny. But I want to talk about brief little thing. Oh, I watched yes. Swarm. <gasps> I finished it last night. Guys? It's so good. I told you. Because well, what? It so came out, what, it came out last, last summer? Or was it that this past summer? Because I, I don't remember know. I watched it when I was watching my parents' dogs. But I don't know if that was this past summer or the summer before. I feel like that was the summer before. I think it was the summer before. I'm yeah. always watching their fucking dogs. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the summer before. I don't know if I actually watched their dogs. No, I did watch their dogs. Silly little dogs. I remember you saying that saying you were watching but i watched it when it like came out like i waited for it to like come out and i was like okay oh and i watched my it in two God. days that me too i watched it in two days too it's guys so it's so good. meta it's so meta the ending kind of confused me a little bit but then i read like a time it, article about it it's like up for like interpretation yeah i was like oh yeah i was like hold on let me go in. but no that was crazy and just like so accurate as to like stan culture mm-hmm. and the internet and internet yeah. culture guys if you are into stan culture or just anything watch fucking swarm yeah i mean it's it's so, Glover, so like, it's good it's gonna be it's, good it's like a24 vibes yeah like, yeah you should watch so atlanta good. i i started watching atlanta but i couldn't get into it's it so good yeah it's just good it's just a good fucking show i and love it's like about me it's about like um these like rappers in atlanta and it's like one of the it's donald glover's in it and he's like the manager of like his rapper friend and it's like it's mm. it, yeah it's just like funny i do love donald glovey oh my god i would die for that man I love, I, love I just love, like, content I can consume really quickly if I really, really like it. Like, a, if I'm, like, really into a book or I'm really into a show and I just, devour like, devour it. I just want to devour it. It's yeah. a great feeling because you're, like, oh, I just can't stop reading or, yeah. like, watching. Like, it's it's a good feeling. You're, it like, is. You're, like, I'm consumed. As I felt when I watched Beef, too. You watched Beef, right? I never finished Beef. What the fuck? How could you not finish that? It Dude, was so good. I don't know. What? I think I just got busy. Same thing with The Bear. I didn't finish The Bear season two. Okay, The Bear isn't as good as Beef, but Beef is, like, so good. Like, if you like Swarm, like, you would, I feel like you would, it's A24. I mean, I, I watched most of it. I think it's I got to, so like, good. I have, like, two episodes left. And the and soundtrack is so fucking, it's so good. It's, like, so I did good. enjoy it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I need to finish it. You I don't should. know. I think I just got... I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Maybe we should start our episodes with, like, pop culture things we've been liking. Dude, I'm so down what for that. What the fuck? Why yeah. have you never thought of that? I don't what know. <laughs> they don't need to hear about our boring lives. They can just yeah, hear about the Yeah, they don't care about our lives. Although, oh, oh, my God. This is what happened last night. You know when, like, you're sleeping and you are you have a cramp in your leg? Charlie your Horse? Yeah, Charlie Horse. Worst fucking, fucking pain. had that last, last night. Woke up, like... It's excruciating pain. Yeah. Fully seizing. And now my... It's sore today. Like, it, my, it's always sore the next day because I'm, like, I wake up, I'm, like... <laughs> Dude, and Charlie horses are no fucking no. joke. And why are they called Charlie horse? Like, we should look at that up because who named them Charlie horse? <laughs> who is Charlie? And what is his horse doing? And what is his horse doing? Why is it causing me pain? Why is Charlie's horse causing me pain? Severe oh, pain. Yeah, what? No, I will literally be like, I will like, cr- I'm like, ah. 
No, I literally um, woke up like I felt like a fish like floppy <laughs> on land. Like literally. I know how to give myself a Charlie horse, do you know? What? If oh, I just you stretch you yeah, we talked about I just like story. hold it out for a really long time when I'm laying down. And I must have been doing that when Charlie I was horse. sleeping. Because yep. without knowing it, like stretching my legs, and then I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Um okay, yeah, well other pop culture things. I really haven't been consuming a lot of like pop culture recently. I'm just so fucking busy. Binchtopia. Oh my god, yeah, Vince Toby is so Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be like them, and then I come on here, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like way fucking sillier. It's like blabber. Um, no, guys, if you like our podcast, listen to Binge Topia. They're just a smarter version of us, version of us more popular, smarter yeah. version of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them. They're so funny. No, but they do funny. more like history and like psychology and that kind of stuff, where it's, ours do. is just like simply pop culture. Yeah, yeah they do more like. Like, I listened to one about, like, nail salons, and that I was saved that so one. I saved good. that one. I was like, I want to listen to yeah, that. They do all kinds of stuff. The dating app one like, was so good. Dude. I, I listened to some music ones about, like, women in, like, rock and stuff. That was mm-hmm. good. Like, they really do. They know their research. They're amazing. They're doing it. Julia's dad comes on. Oh, my God. Sometimes his name's Gov. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> I love the, the ones with Gov. Like, I Gov. listened to this one about, um... It was just Julia and Gov talking about... It's so weird to say my own name. I know. I was thinking that. It's, like, such a strange And then whenever, feeling. like, they, like, say... They're, like... Eliza's, like, oh, Julia. I'm, like, oh, my God, that's so weird that it's, like, literally Julia's I know. It's like, literally it, our podcast. It's weird. I could be the only Julia. Just yeah, kidding. You're the only one. She slays. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she's my inspiration, <laughs> actually. And she's Jewish. And I was, like, oh, my God, everyone thinks you're Jewish. I know. I kind of look Jewish, so yeah. really weird parallels. Um, But her dad is, like, a professor of, like judaic studies or like history or something so he comes on sometimes and he's funny so there's one about like um summer camp they go into like the history of summer camp and like why it's like idolized in the 70s yeah and her dad like went to jewish summer camp in the 70s and he like talks about it that's a really good episode yeah i gotta i there's like so many too like i gotta get into anyways yeah so binge-topia guys binge-topia and swarm recent recent faves yeah yeah Binchtopia, no shows I've really watched. I've just been watching so. Oh, I wanna because they were talking about. I think they've done one on like like dating shows and stuff too because they always talk mm-hmm. about that. We I've just been watching so much reality TV, but I haven't yeah. watched, like all this week. I haven't like watched it. every day. I've come home after work, even on my like lunch periods at work where I usually read. Mm-hmm. I've been writing an article or doing podcast research. research. Like I just had Damn. such a busy week because I had an article due last week and then an article due Tuesday. And then we're doing a double episode today recording, so yeah. I had tons of research This to do. is a long one. So I haven't done, like, anything this week, but I have been narrowing down stuff for work. We did, like, everyone does their, like, top albums of the year, so I've been, like, Ooh. re-listening to, like, a lot of albums. That's so, fun. Go to the Twist and Shout website, and you can see my top albums of the year. I will check that out, actually. I'm I don't curious. know when I'm it up, but yeah. So. Wow, oh my god, I can't wait for Spotify wrapped. Oh my god. I, f- I remember it's that that's coming out soon. Okay, but sometimes I'm like embarrassed by mine. Like, I oh, know totally. I know I'm gonna have Maroon 5 on there. <laughs> You're gonna have this like, love. I listen to, yeah, I listen to This Love and um, Won't Go Home Without You, like hey. on my runs all the time. I believe there's no such thing Aww. as a guilty pleasure, even though I have a playlist called Guilty Pleasures. So. Yeah, I have a playlist called Songs That Shouldn't Be Good But Are. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, not a lot of pop culture this week. Sorry, guys, for me. It's okay. But you know what is pop culture related? What we're talking about. What we're talking about today. What is it, Julia? <laughs> what a good segue. <laughs> right? <laughs> As we always do. I'm actually really excited for this episode. Yes. Like, I'm so We've been meaning hyped. to cover this topic for a long time. It's a part of both of our childhoods. And yeah. that is... V- favorite. <laughs> 
Fair. <laughs> you just say it. You just say it. Favorite childhood video games. Yeah, yeah. Right? I was just going to say like 2000s Or 2000s But mine did come out in 1999, but it's like a whole that works. series of games through the 2000s. See, mine too. So We could do 2000s video games. I think yeah. that, that fits better with with our, you know, title titles. Names. Yeah. Anyways, do you want to start? start? I don't know. Who started last time? What did we do last time? No idea, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, Slender Man. I started. Okay, so should I start? So you can start, yeah. Okay, so for mine, I'm covering Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. What do you know about it? Have you played it? Did I've you... never played it. Wow. I... Did you ever play any of this, like, skate or, like, any of those? No. My my wow. brother and I, so we both grew up with nerds. older brothers. <laughs> yeah, we were brother nerds. was a nerd. Oh, he is. He totally still <laughs> Zach's is. Zach's listening to this. He's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> he definitely he does is listen listening to this. To this. Zach is actually great because Zach listens to like every single one of our episodes. So that, like, shout make, out to you, Zach. I love you, buddy. Yeah, that's so nice. <laughs> My brother always texts me. He's like, I need to catch up with your episodes, and then he'll like text me like his thoughts on every single one. That's so nice. Yeah, it's My brother sweet. can't even like give me a full like coherent thought about a TikTok sentence. <laughs> not listening to this shit. <laughs> Oh my god! I um, think my parents listen. Like, I'm gonna, no, my parents. Don't. My parents don't listen. My friends probably don't listen. My dad only listens if I tell him to, and then he's like, "That was interesting." <laughs> You're like, "Fuck you, CJ." <laughs> um, but no, my brother and I played a lot of video games growing up, but never skater. We were not skater. We were like first-person shooters or like weird or like we. Yeah, first-person shooters like what? Like Halo. Oh my god, Halo. Yeah. Do you remember Halo? Actually, no, what? we never played Halo. What? We had a PlayStation. We were not Xbox people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that like, we played, Xbox. like, story-based games. I mean, we had games. PlayStation, too. Oh, yeah. We, we had, played, like, like Fallout consoles. and Half-Life and, like, f- those oh, kind of, yeah. like, story-based. Yeah. But also Call of Duty. We played Call of Duty. We played, yeah, we played Call of Duty a lot. Mm-hmm. I played, um... Like, like, Resident Evil, like, those kinds of games a lot. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. My parents would let us... Oh, we played uh, Grand Theft Auto. My parents would let us play that, but, like, we were so young that they were like, okay, you have to play it on mute because they would cuss so much and stuff. <laughs> but I was like, Mom, but I want to listen to... You know when you get in the car and you can pick the station? Yeah. And she was like, okay, fine, part. like, you can listen to the music, but you have to, like, mute it once you get out of the car. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Zach literally has, like, a Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Vice City um, playlist. Because it's, it's good. Like, and I'm going to get into that with, because it's a lot of like 80s rap and like stuff like yeah. that. And I'm going to get into that with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Okay. Because it's all about the tunes. Well, let's go. Let's okay. go then. Yeah, I don't really know anything about it. Okay. So, Tony Hawk Pro Skater is a skateboarding video game developed by Neversoft and published by Activision. It came to become a video game franchise with the first game, just called Tony Hawk Pro Skater, being released on September 29th, 1999 for the PlayStation. Okay, so PlayStation. The basic- Yeah. (laughs) PlayStation. (laughs) That's how it sounds, yeah. Okay, the basic premise of the game was that you can pick which famous skateboarder to play as. The options included, like, Tony Hawk, Kareem Campbell, Bucky Lasik, Chad Muska, Lysa Steamer, among other people. So there was, like, I think 10 that you could choose from and play as. And they're real people. Yeah, they're all real people. And I'll get into, like, the development of that and, like, how they chose the people and all that Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Okay, so there's several different modes that you could play in. There's free play, where you complete different tricks that, like, boost your score. You basically just, like, skate around. Like, there's music playing, so it's just kind of like... That's what I would always play as. It's just, like, skate around, do some fucking tricks, and then you just, like, listen to some tunes. So you. (laughs) (laughs) Makes so much sense that you like that game. (laughs) I still, like, we, like, went back last summer and like played a bunch of like the skate games like the tony hawk games and i was like these are looking so fun like what <laughs> yeah <clears throat> okay then you could play in career where there's like nine different levels and they had like different maps kind of like a warehouse a school like downtown area just like places where you could skate mm-hmm. um and there was like some 
these things called like objectives basically just like tasks that you had to compete complete to like move up to the levels and then there was like competitions added in as well where you had to rank like gold silver or bronze medals against other skaters which were just like cpus that you were like playing against Mm -hmm. um and then there was multiplayer we have a split screen and there was like three different versions that you could play in um one was basically like a tag type game where you had to like do touch different like half pipes and like rails and stuff and you had like a certain color like each player had a color and like whoever like colored the town the most like one that one oh my was God. so much fun paint the town yeah. red paint the town red or like <laughs> lime green i think it was um and then there's one that like you basically were just like trying to do a bunch of different it was basically like the free play but against another person's like whoever could make the most points from doing tricks mm-hmm. um and then they had a version of like horse did you ever play horse like as a game basketball? basketball oh yeah. yeah it was like that so you'd like do a trick and then the other person had to like do the trick and if I they love couldn't horse. do it then you'd get the letter yeah okay so yeah just like fun like the Skater multiplayer horse. was always so fun but my, my my siblings did like when i was really young because like i was so young when we were playing these is that they would like give me an extra controller and like stick it behind the console but not plug it in and then mm. tell me that i was playing and i remember the day i found out <laughs> that That's they like weren't up. letting me play was we were playing the flushed away video game <laughs> Oh my god that's like the most 2000 thing i ever said <laughs> we were playing that and i was like wait my character's not my little rat is not doing what i want him to do and i was like riley what the fuck like what why isn't it working and he was like i was like check my controller like it's not working and then i saw that he was like the only one moving and i was like oh my god <laughs> you have bamboozled me <laughs> so he yeah. deceived your ass he really did i mean with a little sibling my brother did some shit like that to me. Well, he never did that, but he would, like, we'd be playing Super Mario Bros, and I would always be Luigi, and he would, like, throw my ass <laughs> yeah, in the fucking so, yeah. trench. He'd be like, get the fuck out of the way, Julia. Like, throw me in the trench. I'm like, Zach, we're playing together. Like, I would get so pissed at him. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with throw you? Throw you in a trench. Such Mario behavior to be like, let me handle this. Like, get out yeah. of the way, Luigi. Like, fuck you, Mario. Such Mario behavior. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to do a little timeline of, like, skateboarding video games in general, because there's been, like, there was, like, so many from like the early 90s like late 80s early 90s through the 2000s like even mm-hmm. still they're like making them wow um and just kind of like how that became part of like the culture the, the, zeitgeist. the zeitgeist yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like trying to think of like the word i want to use for that that wasn't zeitgeist but that's the only it works thing. yeah <clears throat> okay so the first skateboarding game to be released was an atari game um in the late 80s called 720 um, it came out first as an arcade game, and then, like, later it was, like, adapted for other versions, like, of the Atari. Um, and it was actually named after a trick that Tony Hawk pioneered in 1985, which was, like, two full rotations on a skateboard in the air. Which is crazy! That's crazy. How do you even do that? Like I can't even physics. fathom that. No, what? But, yeah, so, like, Tony Hawk was influencing this game from the jump. Clearly slaying. Always. (laughs) Evidently slaying. Evidently slaying. I love saying evidently now. Evidently slaying. (laughs) Okay. Wait, I need to make my font bigger, low-key. Sorry, my, like, little tiny What you got of that? What? My little tiny eyes. (laughs) (laughs) at 11. Oh, that is tiny. I I need it at 12. Yeah, I always do 12. I was like getting, I was like, why am I stumbling? And I was like, oh. (laughs) Okay. So a few other Atari games, like skate games, were developed in the late 80s um, before this game called Town and Country Surf Designs, which was Mm. released on NES in 1988. And then Skate or Die, which was also released in 1988 for NES and PC. 
which was crazy because like I don't I like don't think of like computers existing until like I was born. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same. Like like I know that they were, but I was like, mm, no, like not people in the same in 1988 way. did not have a computer to That's play crazy. games on. No, really. <laughs> but what? yes, they did. And then a game called Skate or Die followed up those games in 1990. Hmm. So the first PlayStation Skate game was released in 1996. And it was the ESPN Extreme Games, which was, like, based on X Games and included, like, a bunch of other sports, like BMX and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, and then Top Skater, which was basically the skate version of Dance Dance Revolution, was oh released God. in 1997 by, is it Sega or Sega? Sega. I think it's Sega. I think it's Sega. Okay. I think so. Um, and that was, like, an ex- arcade exclusive game. Just like Dance Dance Revolution. Okay, so Street Skater <laughs> was released one year before Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and it was, like, pretty similar um, it was for the PlayStation and had, like, a really good soundtrack as well. So that kind of, like, started that version of the gameplay of, like, skating around, doing tricks, listening to some tunes, and, like, integrating Change. the, like, actual skate culture into the video games. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, of course, we get Tony Hawk Pro Skater in 1999. And this was kind of, like, the best of the best of that time. It was, like, everything that was, like, kind of the skate games were kind of doing before. This, like, had it all. Mm-hmm. The playlist, the skaters that you could choose from. All the, the tricks, the, the tricks, and the treats. ollies, the, the ollies, the kickflips, the kickflips. Those like the, the two skate. <laughs> I don't know I any know. other tricks. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, Thrasher also released a game that year, but it was less successful just because of how successful the Tony Hawk games were. Did you ever have a Thrasher hoodie? No, but I actually used to read Thrasher. Like, oh, you were a real fan. Yeah. No, because I remember when that. Remember when the Thrasher hoodies were so popular. Yeah. In like twenty eighteen, it's just that it's like cringe now, but it's like it it's a cool skate brand. Like I respect them. Like I would totally wear a Thrasher hoodie now. Like the magazine yeah. is dope. It like, just got it just got like mainstream. No, because they always had really good articles. Actually, like they had like really cool. Like they're really good at like showing the like diversity of like the skate skate community stuff. But you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just like people that come from all different backgrounds and like giving. They had like really cool profiles and stuff in it. Slay. So. The fucking 12-year-olds. So, really I just, know, like, the fucking... <laughs> like, what? I don't even know how that became, like, so mainstream. Same thing with, like, Either. Supreme. I mean, Supreme is worse, but... Yeah, but, like, how does that happen? Sometimes brands just get so big. Well, Brands are like crazy. Santa Cruz, but I think that's going oh, back yeah, Santa to, like, Cruz. normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I had this one Santa Cruz hoodie. It was, like, my iconic look for, like, probably three years straight. It was, like, the sickest hoodie. And one day I was on a run, and it was getting kind of old. Like, I was wearing it on the run to, like, keep warm in the winter. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was warming up. The sun was coming out. So I took it off, and I, like, put it on a little thing. And I was like, if I come back and this is gone, then... It served a good life. It, yeah, and I came back, and it was gone. Oh, my God. But now I, like, want to order another one, because I'm like, that was the sickest hoodie Was it ever. black? It was black. Do you mm-hmm. remember that one? Yeah. yeah I feel like I've the seen thing that. on the back. Yeah, it was dope. Anyways, Santa Cruz. Yeah. But yeah, that's the same. It's like a skate brand. It's like cool, but then people just like wear it to wear it. And people are like, you're such a poser for that. But it's like, let them fucking wear it they want to wear. So true. Same thing with like bands, like having like a Nirvana shirt, even if you're not a huge. Well, I hated I... that because I would always do that. That happened with fucking my boss. I like came in wearing like a Red Hot Chili Pepper shirt. And he's like, I was like, probably 15. And he's like, oh, do you even like, like, what do you even? I'm like, see, that's annoying. Yes. I can name their whole discography. I can tell you the fifth track on like Californication. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, yeah, bitch. Like, of course I listen and to them. And even if you don't, like, I mean, I think you should listen to them a little bit. But, like, even if you're not, like, a huge fan and you wear a band t-shirt, I think okay. it's going to be like, oh, oh. Name three songs. Name three songs. It's like, yeah. shut the fuck up. And I will. Like, like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I hate that. Especially, like, young kids. Like, let them explore that in whatever way they want, you know? Right. It's annoying. It's not that deep. 
it's really not that deep. That's just me looking at life. I'm like, no, this is that deep. No. Nothing is deep. Nothing is that serious. Except Tony Hawk Pro Skate. Except games. this. Okay, yeah, back. except this topic. <laughs> except this. This is so fucking serious. <laughs> okay, so in the lineage of the Tony Hawk games, we get Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 in 2000, and then um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 in 2001, followed up by Tony Hawk's Underground in 2003. That one was a Ooh. banger. That one had, like, the elite soundtrack because it was, like, double the length of, like, all the other ones. It was okay. Sick. Then in 2007, we get the first skate game, which mm. seems like in recent years has gained more popularity. Like, it's, like, had a resurgence because I think they, like, remastered it or something. And, like, tons of people have been playing it. And I'm like, you fuckers are forgetting that Tony Hawk Pro Skater came first and that one was, like, legit like I, I played the skate games too and i like will still replay them but mm-hmm. tony hawk pro skaters where it's at dude. put some respect on tony hawk Literally. tony hawk tony elton did your parents name you after him <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> no was that an intro <laughs> no the name you after my grandpa Aww. tony oh tony <laughs> tony with a y yeah. Okay. But they, my mom was they like, they femmed it up with, a, with they an femmed I. it up with an I. Yeah. My mom was like, that's like a cute like name. Like since she was a kid, she was like, that's a cute name, like unisex name for like a girl. And she's like, when I have a girl, I'm gonna name her Tony. Aww. That's also why I think a lot of people think you're a they them girly or a they yeah. a they them very. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they think you're non-binary. Very. <laughs> because, <laughs> because first of all, just the way you look and the way you yeah, dress. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tony is We're, like a yeah. gender neutral name. I didn't name. think of it. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't I think thought people, about that. Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah, so 2007 was the first skate game, which was released on Xbox 360, which is why mm-hmm. I think it was, like, you know, that's when the Xbox was really, like, popping off, mm-hmm. um, as well as the PlayStation 3 and mobile phones. So that Ooh. was the time that... I don't even know what the fuck the graphics on that would have looked like in 2007. Like, the old-ass fucking iPhone. No. Like, when was iPhone? Probably, like, 2005 or something. That's my guess. Like 2007. Yeah, oh, so wow. that was like the first, one of the first games like on an iPhone. That's crazy. Another game called Skate It came out in 2008, um, which was a Nintendo game. I was on the DS and the Wii. I never played that Fuck, one. Fuck, yeah, cool. DS. Skate 2 was released in 2009, followed by Skate 3 in 2010. These ones are also great. Yeah, they had like a great soundtrack, really similar to like the Tony Hawk games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fucking Sean White enters the chat and he has to release his own skateboarding game. Stay in your lane, buddy. You're a fucking snowboarder, which is, like, the same thing, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> same thing in different fonts. Yeah, same thing, but he he releases his in 2010, and then Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD was released on multiple consoles in 2012, and Pro Skater 5 in 2015, um, and then recently they remastered 1 and 2. I think in 2020 they remastered, re- remastered 1 and 2 into, like, <clears throat> one game hmm. that you could play on, like, a bunch of different consoles. Disney also released a bunch of random skating games over the years that I remember playing, especially this one called Extreme Skate Adventure, and that was like a 2003 PS2 game, hmm. and they had that one song in it that, I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare, you know that? I think so. <laughs> like, I, I was like, I would only just play that game to hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> the simple plan song but yeah so like it was obviously like following in that lineage of like oh when you have a skate game now people are also coming to it for the music and the soundtrack yeah. it's like a whole thing on the internet too where people are like oh like the tony hawk pro skater games are like where i found all my music and like where i got my music taste and it's honestly true what type of music i'll get into it in a bit oh okay, okay. i have like i, I like mapped it out yeah <laughs> okay so let's get into the development of the game yes 
So after the success of Top Skater, which was like the um, Dance Dance Revolution skateboarding game, it's so mm-hmm. funny. Like you see people playing it, and they just like stand there and they're like moving back and forth. <laughs> like, Okay, so after the success of that in the late 80s and early 90s, Activision saw that this was, like, a huge market for kids. Um, so they decided to team up with Neversoft and develop the game. During the development process, the team would go to a bowling alley where there was a top skater game there, and they would study it. Mm-hmm. So they're Japan, once again, yep. is winning. So that was, like, a huge inspiration for the game. And then also the X Games were taking place at that time, so they watched a lot of, like, professional skateboarders to, like, draw directly from that. Mm -hmm. And then when they approached Tony Hawk, because he was, like, I mean, he's still, like, probably the biggest name in skating. Totally. Like, if you don't know anything about, like, skateboarding, you know Tony Hawk at the very least. That's me. Yeah, so that's (laughs) me. So they, like, approached him about the idea. They are like, oh, if, like, his name is on it, more people and kids will be, like, drawn to it. So true. Um, And he agreed to, like, lend his name to the project, which is smart for him because he made, like, hella royalties over the years. I was going to say. Like, still, with that remastering in, like, 2020, he probably made so much money. Dude. He's, like, rolling in the dough. Yeah. He probably used that money to, well, I guess, I don't know how weddings work, but his son got married to Kurt Cobain's daughter. Oh, wait. I remember (laughs) hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, he probably (laughs) used that money to fund the wedding, (laughs) you know? Probably, yeah. He's like, let me use my Tony Hawk Pro Skater money to, like, support (laughs) their their love. (laughs) During the development, Tony Hawk would test run the games, um, like, beta versions, and would provide feedback to, like, give it a more realistic feel to actual skateboarding. Hmm. He He knows. He knows. (laughs) He also selected the other professional characters to include as the playable characters, and they all received a cut of the royalties as well. And they got to pick out, like, all the outfits and stuff that, like, their players had, like, that are wearing in the game. Oh. So it was, like, very collaborative with, like, his his homies. I love that. I know. Um, The team used video footage for reference as well, and they did, like, some motion capture, but, like, that was, like, super, you know, like, with the, like, dots and you're, like, whatever. But that was, like, really early on in that technology um, so the graphics were, like, Shite. oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> They're so bad. But, like, that's the appeal of the game. It's, like, it's so 2000s. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, the first two were eventually remastered um, in 2020. So, like, it's just not the same, though. Like, I wouldn't want to play the remastered one. Like, I, if I'm going to play Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I'm going to play the old You want the nostalgia, yeah. yeah. The game was received really well um, in the press and, like, in the gaming community. And it spurred, obviously, multiple variations of the series. Um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater and Pro Skater 2 were the third and second highest selling console games of 2000, respectively, and its legacy obviously still lives on to today. Evidently. So, I read this article from The Guardian in 2020 when it was remastered by Matt Ombler. Um, it was called How Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Changed Gaming and Skating. So, it kind of talked about how, like, skating has been on the rise since the mid-90s, and, like, before it was, like, really counterculture. It was kind of, like, same with, like, yeah. punk music, where, like, it was always a counterculture thing where people could, like, rally around that. And But in recent years, it's, like, really become part of the mainstream. Yeah, it totally has. And, like, no one had ever seen that before. Yeah. This is a quote from the article. It says, The games introduced a generation of impressionable kids to skateboarding and immersed them in the skate culture, too. Clothes, brands, and trick names became part of the player's vocabulary, while the soundtrack were stuffed with everything from punk rock and metal to rap and hip-hop. So it was really taking, like, the actual culture of skating and, like, having... Tony Hawk and, like, all the other professional skaters, like, working on the game and, like, really involved in that process made it so much more realistic to, like, the actual culture of skating at that time. Um, Yeah, so kids, like, learned about, like, actual professional skateboarders through that. They learned about the vocabulary they used. They learned about the music that they listened to and, like, how rap and, like, 
hip-hop and also punk was, like, really part of that scene. They said, let's educate the masses. No, literally. And I think it was, like, for them, it was, like, for fun, but also just, like, they didn't think that it would, like, really become, like, a popular mainstream thing. Yeah. But, like, obviously it did. Huge. So Huge. Chad Muska, who is in the game, like, and he's a professional skateboarder, he was quoted in this article saying... Initially, when anybody thought of skateboarding, they thought white people, punk rock in California. Mm. These cultural barriers were being broken down, like, through this game by showing... And that's the same thing, like, say about Thrashers, that, like, they're showing a perspective of, like, this isn't just about, like, white skinheads, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's about people, like, of all different backgrounds coming together just because they like this one activity and they like right. this one type of music. And, and now, so, look, like, 70% of DU guys are <laughs> skater boys. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the bad part. That's, like, the, the negative repercussions. <laughs> look at this. us now. Look at us now. All these white boys can be skaters, too. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, it was, like, showing that... And, like, he, Muska goes on to say, like, skateboarding is like music. You could be a pool skater or a street skater, a vert skater or a park skater. You could be an emo skater who's into The Cure or a SoundCloud rapper kid who listens to an underground rap. That's what really makes a professional skateboarder. When kids look up to a person as a role model and emulate their style and want to dress like them, skate like them, and listen to the same music as them. So, yeah, it's just, like, bringing kids into, like this whole other like a really accepting community that's why I think like that's why I love like hardcore music and punk music is that like it is such an accepting community and like mm-hmm. skateboarding is obviously like tied to that of like yeah you can come in and just learn and no one's gonna judge you about what you like to listen to or how you like to dress and like you can kind of like learn from people that are older than you and like have gone through you know whatever to kind of like yeah find an outlet of like skating or music that has like helped them mm-hmm. so it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And, like, people, like, <laughs> see, look at the Tony Hawk pro, pro Skater video games as, like, a catalyst for that, of, like, bringing yeah. it to the mainstream and showing kids in this new era that, like, yeah, like, you can go to, like, skateboarding and music and, like, find, you know, this counterculture community. thing. Yeah, that has a community for you. <laughs> beautiful. That's lovely. I'm sure it wouldn't, like, skateboarding would not be as, like, mainstream and big as it is today without those games. Mm-mm. For sure. Yeah, because you think about it, it's, like, there's not, like, movies that were, like, showing it. You know what I mean? No, it's not like, really... until, like, mid-90s, which was, like, about oh, yeah. this, pretty much. It was about, like... Right. You know, so, like, that wasn't, like, a thing. It really was through... I, I mean, you get, like, that, that caricature, like, that archetype of, like, the skater in, like, movies and stuff. The but they're skater. always, like, stupid stoners. They're represented in that way of, like, California yeah. white kid with, like, dreads. And you're, like, ugh. You yeah. know what I mean? But, yeah. like, people are, like, it's not really like that. So these video games really showed, like, a true depiction of what that community was like. Wow. I know, beautiful. Thanks, Tony Hawk. Thanks, Hawk. Okay, so now I'm going to get into the best part, the soundtrack. Bitch. Let's go. So the great thing about the soundtrack, this really was, like, for me, playing these games and, like, you know, because, like, it, my siblings were playing it, so even if I wasn't actually playing the game, I was there listening to the music and, like, sitting and watching them play, so I was already, like, surrounded by just all this music I'd never heard before in my life. <laughs> so you get bands like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, you get Dead Kennedys, Primus, Suicidal Tendencies, Vandals, all these, like, you know, punk bands that weren't, like, I didn't even know at that time, like, what, like, pop punk, like, it wasn't, like, Green Day, you know, like, Green Day yeah. was popular this time, but this was, like, <laughs> the before Green Day bands were, like, kids love Green Day, but then it was, like, oh, well, these were all the bands before Green Day that were, yeah. like, you know, popular, and that influenced them. Not your mother's Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not your mother's Green Day. Um, but then with, like, Tony Hawk Pro Scare 2, we get a lot more rap coming into the chat, Public Enemy, um, mm. Most Deaf, you also get Nat- Naughty by Nature, um, I, like, remember that vividly. This is the one I remember the most. Like, it's, like, ingrained in my brain, all these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Rage Against the Machine as well, and, like, 
you know, some more punk stuff like that. Um, and then it just keeps going. Like, they have, like, some of the best fucking songs. You get, like, The Ramones in there, Guttermouth, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Motorhead. They have a Clutch song in there, apparently. Tons of Bad Religion songs. Transplants, Jawbreaker. Like, just tons and tons of, like, bands that, like, kids would never have known about. Yeah, like, right. this is o- so obviously from, like, Tony Hawk's, like, generation. Like, <laughs> yep. all the, like, 80s, 90s, like, punk and, like, hip-hop and rap yeah so it's just like cool to like see that and i bet like the parents of like these kids were like what the <laughs> fuck like this is crazy that yeah. like you're listening to this um but yeah so it was like really impactful just like showing that like not only showing exposing kids to you know the skate community but also like the music that is like really strongly intertwined with that because even today like i interviewed a band called upchuck from atlanta last week and mm-hmm. they all met like through the skate like community like in Atlanta they were like uh-huh. oh yeah we're all just like friends and like we knew of people and like we'd just go skate and hang out and like you see that a lot in like DIY music scenes too like even in Denver here a lot of the people that like were like oh like we're we go to these shows together but like we also skate together it's like they're very like closely intertwined I mean because like what else would you be doing while skating skating in silence well, that's what I'm saying you, you gotta like, have there's music. always people playing music at the skate parks and like that's still like a huge part of that culture so yeah i feel like that's not as like closely entwined with like other um sports or activities like yeah. that like i'm thinking like i mean my mind just goes to tennis like i would play ten- i would play musical playing tennis yeah but that's not part of the culture because it like takes itself <laughs> like those sports are like they take themselves really seriously yeah. and with skateboarding it's cool it's because like yeah it's a professional sport and like mm-hmm. you can take it to that level but also like it's something that's it can just fully be for accessible shits and fun. yeah it's always yeah. it's like just an outlet for kids and like with it with like punk music that's kind of how it was too like in these diy spaces where it's like for the most part like this is for kids to come in and like figure out who they are and have a space to like Mm -hmm. you know kind of like explore anger and explore sadness through like this music where like they're not really allowed to do that in other spaces you know where that's yeah it's like fully accepting to just like learn and, and like you know try to get involved in something yeah take it out in the skate park no really though like go to the <laughs> skate park and like shred yeah like, and, like shred out your feelings like, really? and like you can just talk to people like people are so friendly yeah. like i would go i would always like get nervous because like i'm not good at it's skating. intimidating and i'm like a girl <laughs> and i would so i would just go and like usually yeah. i like, wouldn't talk to people but people were always so nice when like come up and talk to me and like you know, I would ask people, like, oh, you're doing this trick. Like, could you show me how to do that? And it really, like, does, like, build community and, like, Aww. gives you, like, this confidence that I think kids really need. So Aww. these video games really showed kids that they could find that in skating and music. Ah, I love that. I like how it has real-world connections like that. Yeah. And, like, I mean, as a kid, for me, I definitely was, like, after playing these games, I was, like, I want to be – I went through, like, a period where I was, like, I'm going to be a skateboarder. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not a full skateboarder. I know. I think I just got into running and then, like, oh, yeah. if I – it is, like, hard. It's so fucking hard. I bet. I do want to get into it more. Like, I think... It's a lot of, like, calf strength. Yeah, I started... Because I was running while I was also getting into skating a lot, and it was giving me, like, shin splints. Because Ow. I was, like... Too much. Yeah, and, like, hurting my ankles a lot, because when I'd, like, pound, like, put, like press my feet down onto the board to, like, do tricks, it would, like, really hurt my ankles. Like, a lot of pressure on it and then when i'd go to run on it, it like really hurt yeah so it's hard to balance those out but we should go to the skate park sometime i'll bring my roller skates oh and my you God. bring your skateboard we should. like it is inspiring me to like actually commit to like doing it more and like yeah you know because because it's cool it I, i'm like that with roller skating like i think roller skating is so cool and i wish yeah. i was good at it but it's also it. really hard let's fucking do it dude and like all of next summer let's do that that then we can just do that all the time okay <laughs> 
yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty much Tony Hawk Pro Skater and like the impact of it. I really love doing that because I'm like, this is actually like, I'm not like a f- skater by any means or anything like that, but like I am like really involved in like the punk and like music scene and like they are you have a skater vibe yeah and like i just like how like it is something like i'm really am passionate about just like the community that it like harnesses you know (laughs) beautiful it's it's, it's touched me i can see (laughs) my core (laughs) i love that yeah so that's that's that great So, my 2000s video game of choice, and my favorite video game, so most of the- Your favorite ever? No, 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 no. But my favorite video game probably as a kid, like the one that I, like my brother never played this, it was the one that it was entirely my own. Yes. Because every other game I played was definitely like inspired by my brother. Oh, totally. That's just how it is when you have a little brother. It's like down from siblings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I love those games too, but this is the one that it was, it was mine. This was my baby. And (laughs) I played it all the time. And that is The Sims. Yes. I was, like, kind of caught off guard when you told me that you were doing The Sims because, like, we've never really talked about it. No. You know, like, me, like, doing Tony Hawk Pro Skater was like, okay, Makes obviously sense. you're going to do that. But I was like, oh, I The love Sims. The Sims. Because we've talked about tons of other games, but I was like, oh, yeah. And that was, like, one of the first, like, big computer games. Exactly. I'm going to get into that. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go. What's your experience with The Sims? Do you have any? Um, oh, yeah. I, t- I played The Sims all the fucking Which time. Which one? Uh, I don't even know. I remember, like, playing it on my piece. It, that would have been, like, circa <laughs> 20, 2008 to, like, 2012 was probably, like, the big, like, Sims era for me. Like, I was a little bit older because it wasn't really that fun for me when I was, like, a kid. Yeah, I didn't play it till I was, like, maybe eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would play – I would say you probably played The Sims 3. Probably. That's I don't the one really I played. remember which one. How, was, how good were the graphics? If the graphics were, were terrible, it was one. They were pretty good, honestly. Like, they were okay. bad for that time. Like, I was like, okay. And then I did play it, like, later on once I was, like, a little bit older. Like, maybe, like, late middle school I kind of got back into it. But then, yeah. like, once I got into high school, I didn't play, like, any video games because I didn't have time. Yeah. But, yeah. Dude. I played it quite a bit. Same. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll get into it. Okay. Um, okay. First of all, I just want to shout out this YouTuber. Her name's Izzy Z Z Z Z Z on Um, she. If you want to get into the Sims lore, like deep into like the lore and the Easter eggs, because there's tons of lore and like weird shit with every yeah. single Sims game and like drama and stuff. <laughs> um, watch her YouTube videos because she has like a lot of informative videos about that. I also used her video about Slenderman for oh. last week's pod. So, she's informative, yeah. Yeah. So, The Sims. There are 28 total games, including the four installments. Um, So, Sims 1 through 4, and including all the expansion packs, mobile games, deluxe games, etc. 28! That's a lot. It's crazy. So, it's a series of life simulation games developed by Maxis and published by Electronic Arts EA. So in The Sims, you create little virtual people called Sims, and you get to, like, customize their appearance and, like, choose their personality traits and choose their homes, choose their careers, their hobbies, develop relationships with people, build families. Basically, you get to play God. You get to play God in this simulated little human world. it's so great. 
It's amazing. And I'll get into some of the psychology of that. Oh, my God. Wait. Because <laughs> there is some. So each expansion pack or deluxe pack has, like, added towns or items or careers, activities, whatever, that enhance your gameplay. So that's how they get you with the capitalism. They're like, oh, you want your sim to become a mermaid? Then you need the Island Paradise expansion pack, <laughs> which I had. Well, I had. I had there was a mermaid. mermaid I don't think I had sims. any like expansion packs, anything like that. Um, like we weren't like that. I only had into two. I had Late dope. Night, Sims Three Late Night, and Sims Three Island Paradise. <laughs> oh my god! And now, now I want to get back into it because I want to get the Sims Three Supernatural. Because then you can become a ghost. <laughs> Watch us getting, we're like reverting back to our little like eight year old selves. We're like, we're gonna start skating and we're gonna play Sims every fucking day. This is what I'm gonna do we're, all we're gonna winter skate break. all day and then we're gonna go home at night and play The Sims. I actually really miss The Sims. It's <laughs> That's so like all fun. I want in my life, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Um, it's, it's very like, it's almost like you're conducting a social experiment because no, really. you can create like really complex like family dynasties <laughs> and like or you can like wreak absolute havoc if you choose yes. so like for me i did a little bit of both so like i would have a little <laughs> anarchy <laughs> it's like you can do whatever the fuck you yeah. want um so like one time I, I like created this whole family dynasty like i was really into it i started from scratch built up this whole family of tiger people because you can change the color of their skin and you can make them like orange so i made them orange people and then i gave them you could make you could give them like tiger face paint so i just made them tiger people and i had like a family dynasty like i went through like multiple generations of this family like oh from the God. ground up tiger people. <laughs> like they had like seven kids like it was crazy seven generations of tiger people <laughs> that was my my biggest dynasty but then i was not above also just like burning alive sims or like <laughs> putting them in a pool and then like removing the ladder so they drown <laughs> oh my god i also wasn't against murder of the sims because you can Death do by that. Sims. if you're just like tired of your sims you can just like murder them i remember people like drowning them in the pool yeah <laughs> yeah or like the old like if you want to burn them alive you like put them in an oven you <laughs> you build you build a tiny little room with just an oven and the sim and then you like keep making the sim make cookies or something and then they keep making it wrong and then the oven eventually burns and then they they burn alive that is crazy that you know that you fucking psychopath you can cheat on people you can do whatever the fuck no, you want it is crazy i would also i was a pretty unethical god <laughs> <laughs> i would also, i mean if i was gonna be god i would be unethical like, no obviously. literally um too much power is a bad thing guys i would use <laughs> cheats i would use like cheats there's this cheat called mother load oh my god yeah i remember all the <laughs> yeah. cheats yes, yes which gives your sim like fifty thousand yes. dollars and then i would just build like massive houses oh my god the cheats were so funny and then like my siblings would like get so mad we would like low-key like compete like who had the best house and this and this and, this. and like yeah. if you use cheats it was like dude like That's i know cheating. you used to cheat like you can't do that <laughs> yeah we have to start over now right because you're supposed to like get a job and earn your money like in the real world but come on oh, it's I'm less fun that, that way yeah you'd go to work for like two days and then you're like you send your sim to work and you're like okay just kidding let's use a cheat exactly it's like boring time. It's, it, there, there's aspects of the game that are like a little too mundane where sometimes yeah, it can yeah. be a little boring so that's one part of it but you can but it's very lifelike very realistic it is um, another a big aspect of the game that I loved as a child was just the ability to, like, customize Sims. Because yeah. I love a little bit of decorating. Me too! I like love aesthetic. Yes. So remember, like, Club Penguin? Like, I love doing that on, like, Club yes. Penguin with, like, your little igloo. Or, exactly. Like, yeah, I so love fun. customization. Like, I'm, I'm into fashion. I love, like, 
customizing my appearance, customizing my apartment, my room. So it really makes sense because I also loved, like, it's the same thing as, like, making knees. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, those, like, decorating cakes games on, like, cool math games yeah, and yeah, stuff like, like that. Papa's Pizzeria. Yeah, fuck, exactly. Yeah. I just love the customization. I love the aesthetics of I it. I love the aesthetics. Yeah, that was, like, probably that. one of my favorite parts, but... Um, that was that was fun. Yeah. It's so fun. And you get to, like, play adult, kind of. You're like, okay, you're yes. like, I get to like, okay, I'm going to be... Like, a, I think I'm going to be a police officer. I think I'm going to get a cat. <laughs> like, yeah. I, maybe I should get a cat. And, like, also, I do need a, like, I'm going to be TV. a painter. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to paint. My hobbies are painting. Yeah. It's pool. Exactly. It's kind of a way to, like, visualize your future life. Yeah. And I think I put this in here somewhere later, but it was one of the first video games that the majority of um, players were female. female mm-hmm. Were young women. I was women. just thinking that. Because I was like, yeah. that seems like it would lean way more towards, like, it, like planning for your future and, like, all the aesthetics of it. And, like, yes. it, like that seems like a very, like you know, traditionally, like, female Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it, it was one of the first games that, like, really appealed towards young women, which is obviously was rare at the time mm-hmm. for video games. So um, that's another reason for its success. Yeah. So let's get into some of the origins. Okay. Yes. The year is 1991. And oh game designer Will Wright is inspired to create a virtual dollhouse after his house was burned down during the Oakland firestorm of 1991. So he had to <laughs> rebuild his life, and he just became fixated with this, with, like, humanity's affinity toward material items. And he was like, I'm curious about this. I'm going to make a game. And wow. also, he was, he wanted it to be, like, a satire of U.S. consumer culture, mm, which it makes It really sense. is, yeah. It totally is. So his studio, Maxis, had released a game called Sim City in 1989, which was a city-building simulation game, like, not mm-hmm. a life simulation game, and that had critical success. So then Wright pitched the idea of The Sims to Maxis, but they were like, that's stupid. Like, that doesn't sound fun. Like, who would want to... Why would you want to play a life game like that? No one had heard of something like that before. Y'all ever heard the board game Life, bitch? Seriously, you're right about that. Basically life, but better. The source, yeah. You're so right. But they the were like, material. who would do that? Like, what? So, um, These executives at these companies are so stupid, honestly. I like, know. remember when they, like, told... Listen to our singles episode, but remember yeah. they told Cameron Crowe, like, why would you want to do a fucking movie about the Washington, like, music scene? And then, like, Nirvana <laughs> comes out with, like, Nevermind in 1994, and they're like, oh... Spoke too soon. Yeah, mm. you're right. This is going to make a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Haters hate that... People ponder. <laughs> People hate to see a bitch winning. Winning and pondering. Um, so, also because it was just so different from other games at the time. So, like, they were mostly action and first-person shooters. So, it was yeah. it faced a lot of, like, inevitable hurdles with getting funding. Mm-hmm. But then in 1997, Maxis was acquired by EA. And they were like, okay, we like this idea, Willy. <laughs> and they funded really? the game. Okay, slay <laughs> But originally it was supposed to be like an entire metropolis, like SimCity, when they were like, that's too much. Like, we need to focus on a single neighborhood or town. So whenever yeah. you play The Sims, it's always like a small little town. Yeah. It's like or, you and your little neighborhood community. Yes. Yeah. Or if you play Late Night, which is a later expansion pack, it is like a city, but it's still like a small, it's small, you know? Small urban area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the game came out in 2000, and it was immediately a huge success. So this is a quote from Lindsay Pearson. She's the executive producer and general manager of The Sims um, that I got from a Washington Post article. 
Not slay. We do research here. We research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. have sources and we, and we quote yeah. things. Yeah. She said, The Sims has always been a game where players can play with life. While the settings and themes evolve, at the core, this need is still there. The need to explore, experiment, build a life, and create. Those activities resonate regardless of generation. That's facts. Which That's is so um, true. called living. You're right about that, girl. It's called life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, also, people just love to like conjure up imaginary lives for themselves, like we just talked about. Oh God, people I do like, that what if I was a pl- before yeah. I fell asleep every night? Right. <laughs> Whether it's like something mundane, like what if I was a politician, or something yeah. crazy, like what if I was a mermaid? Yeah. The Sims allows you to do that. I mean, it could even like probably like show to people. It probably like I could imagine like a kid being like, oh, I'm like gonna be a lawyer in The Sims, and then like one day like growing up to like actually be Honestly, a lawyer, be like, wait, I would yeah. maybe want to do that. Like learning about a career that they were like yeah. didn't think about as like a fucking eight year old. It's a way to like practice, kind of like try out things. Yeah, and like try out like go like going into the real world, even in a though way. you're like a child. You know, so true. It makes you think about that stuff. It does. Oh my god, there's so much like psychology. Dude, I know. This. It's this fascinating. Um, in that same article, Joe Nichols, the vice president of The Sims, he said, The Sims always had this really kind of hilarious underside of humor, a little mm-hmm. bit off and a little bit dark sometimes. Yes, yes, it's so true. <laughs> Which I think is also part of its appeal is, yeah. like, it's so unhinged and bizarre. <laughs> so unhinged, bro, it literally is. Like, there's so much lore, like, random little moments, like yeah. alien abductions. Oh, my God, yes! Ghosts, visits from the Grim Reaper, who will just, like, stay sometimes and, like, roast weenies. Like, oh, yeah, he'll I He'll just, like, that. hang out and do stuff in your place. Dude, that's the Best. Um, the many ways you can die, of course. Um, like one way you can die, there's this thing called a pl- a cow plant. Do you remember that? <laughs> there's like a hybrid plant called a cow plant, which is just like a plant with a cow's head, and it can what? just eat Sims whole. <laughs> like a like a like it's just a penis a feature trap, of the game, but like but like a cow. cow. Yeah, it'll just like eat your Sim whole. It's like one of the ways you can die. Like who thought of that? What you know? That just reminded me of um, plants for the zombies. Yes. <laughs> Dude, we could even on do the PC. mobile video games. We could do that, Because I remember playing that first one. It was, it was just a computer game. And oh. then it got onto, like, I know, only mobile. played on my phone. Yeah. Crazy. Dude, we should do, like, mobile games. Because, oh like, so Flappy many. Bird. Oh, my God. Geometry Dash. Um, um, Temple Run. Temple Run. Subway. Um, bag It. Did you play Bag It? No. That was, like, really niche weird. What bag it, was, like, it? You would, like, bag groceries. Okay. <laughs> it was fun. That was fun. that's another good idea. I'm like yeah. in. I'm in the video games me too. universe now. Then we've never done video games. I know, before guys. We're, we're, let us know. Do you, you like, like these this. video games? Yeah. Okay. Do you like these video games? <laughs> Do you like this? <laughs> Do you like these video games? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another quirky thing that happens that I love is that if you don't pay your bills on time, yes, you do have to pay bills in this game. Fuck them. It's for life. That. Like capitalism. I know. Um. But if you, like, refuse to pay your bills, some random guy in a gray jumpsuit breaks into your house at night <laughs> and just has this, like, weird gun that, like, sucks up random items in your house. What the he'll, fuck? He'll, like, He's like, let me, like, take, like, steal your lamp. Like, he'll just, like, steal <laughs> shit if you don't pay your bills. Like, so it's such funny. a quirky Imagine game. if that actually happened. Like, the people from Four Star, like, come in and they, like, steal our lamps if we don't pay our bills. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, we, we, like, wake up, we're like, where do our lamps go? Oh, fuck, we forgot to pay the No, because again. that's fucked up, getting our lamps stolen. Then we have right. to, then they Don't force us to use the overhead lighting. And, oh, that's evil. I'd rather die. That's it, that's the worst punishment. That is. Yeah. There's also, like, definitely, back to the psychology. There's an escape, uh, an escapism to it. Yeah, definitely. Like, as with all video games, but, like, there's something about if you lack control in your real life or you just mm. want to escape to another world where you can control every outcome. Mm-hmm. 
this is it. That's so It's true. a lot about control. Which is um, sad. I, like, picture some, like, some, like, incel man. Oh, God. <laughs> going to his, like, work. He, like, does, like, a 9-to-5 office job, and then he's, like, right? I hate this. And then he, like, goes home, he plays this, and Another he's, like, world. this is the best thing right? for me. Right? That's sad. Yeah. But it's gross. true. But even as a kid, you sort of lack control. I mean, obviously, you're a kid, yeah. so things are easier, but you lack control, and it's, like, a way to, like, feel, like, play like at an being adult. an adult. That's play so at true. having control. Because it's, like, the same thing as, like, kids for generations have played, like, you know, house. house. Or, like, play teacher or, like, whatever the fuck yeah it's the same thing but like with the internet like having exactly that sphere to like explore that exactly is my crazy <laughs> that is actually kind of crazy i know um but other things to get out of this game besides escapism wish fulfillment revenge oh my god or yeah. it can just be an outlet for creativity True you know that. just so many fun things you can do um so sims 1 came out in 2000 very dark and twisted, worse graphics, but it has a charm to it. <laughs> Very dark and twisted, horrible <laughs> graphics. <laughs> that Fuck. one's like the darkest one of all, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I never played that one. I only played The Sims. I played the three and four. Because it kind of, it came from a like place of like cynicism about like our culture and like, exactly. society. So it's like, of and course, it's going to be dark that. to some extent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but by 2002, it had sold 6.3 million copies Holy worldwide shit. and had already come out with like various expansion packs. So in just two years, it blew the fuck up. That is crazy that like our little like monkey brains are like, like yes, <laughs> simulation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, and then The Sims 2 came out in 2004 um and i didn't know this actually so like uh chronologically it takes place 25 years after the first game so like you know how there's like certain npc families in the game like the Mm -hmm. goths the goth family they've aged in the second one significantly oh my god what because it's 25 years after and i was like what and then and then obviously that was followed by tons of expansion packs whatever sims 3 came out in 2009 this is my favorite oh my god i also had into the future that expansion pack that one you could travel to the future into the future that one was crazy i remember that because you could just go to a portal you'd be in the future and you couldn't be a robot and there was like, like that's episode. yeah and there was like hoverboards that was crazy future, future. anyway uh that one sims 3 is a prequel to the first one takes place 25 years before the first one. Oh my god this I'm is like, like some fucking they created a universe this is like some real paranormal activity shit right like, that you bouncing that between building. i know i had Jeez. i had no idea good for them and then the sims 4 which is kind of regarded as the worst one came out in 2014 this one has the best graphics so far, but it ha- takes place in, like, an entirely different setting timeline from the other ones, and it's genuinely considered the worst in the series because it's had a lot of, like, issues. But that didn't stop me from watching YouTuber gameplays oh of my it. God. I watched this one YouTuber called Deligracy, and she was this Australian YouTuber who would just do... Deligracy, that sounds like a slur. I know. <laughs> Deligracy, um, but it was just, like, gameplays of her, like, Sims 4 sims and i was like fuck yeah like, no but she would have like elaborate time like um like storylines and i'd be like oh my god like she would stir the bar <laughs> yeah she was like really she would have like affairs going on and i'm like oh my god i'm this like telenovela <laughs> shit yeah they're like oh my god this is a like, soap shocking. opera for yeah real. it was <laughs> okay um so yes here's some fun facts oh also apparently sims 5 is in the is in production oh Shit. Nobody knows when it's going to come out, but it's in production. So, so like, you're going to get <laughs> it. I would. <laughs> but it's the same thing with Tony Hawk where, like, I'd rather just play The Sims Bold 3. Mm-hmm. Or if I 
even I'd play even the older ones than that, but it's just the nostalgia, nostalgia of it. Yeah. I don't really want to play. Without that, it's like there's less appeal to play. Exactly. Yeah. Um, fun facts. So same-sex relationships were possible from the start of The Sims. Oh, oh my God, they're so progressive. I know. And in The Sims 3, same-sex couples could get married long before they could in real life in the oh U.S. Oh, my God, get... Come on, guys. Isn't that so cool? Look to The Sims I know. for inspiration. Seriously. <laughs> And Guide your way. I, literally. <laughs> and in 2016, they allowed players to create um, characters with no fixed gender and to choose whether they want their sim to reproduce or not. So they introduced, like, non-binary 2003? Sims. No, 2016. Oh, I was like, what? That would be... <laughs> that would be insane. Insanity. Okay, but still, 2016, like, that's way ahead of, like, the curve of, like, when people started to come around and be accepting of these Seriously. Because it's always probably, like, up until the past few years. That's kind of recent. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Wow. Um, they've also recently added things like hijabs and kufi caps, as well as, like, celebrations like Diwali and okay. Day of the Dead. Ah. So they're really making an effort to be inclusive. Oh, my God. Which Pop is off. a slay. Yeah. Um, because it's all about, I mean, the whole game is about, like, self-expression and being able to be whoever you want, do whatever you want. So... Ours kind of line up in that way. Exactly. Just a little bit. You're wow. right. It's all about self-expression, guys. Video games can really be a beautiful thing. They can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to know also how good and comforting, like, the lighthearted, jazzy music yeah. is. It's, like, such good music. Apparently, it was inspired by 50s and 60s easy listening music. Okay. Which is also, like, in juxtaposition of most video game music from action games at the time, which is, like, really heavy and dramatic even now. Yeah. It's like... <gasps> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, well, no, then you got Halo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, you're really good at that. <laughs> Thank you. Like years of practice. <laughs> yeah. The Sims is like... It's like elevator music. Yeah, I yeah. love it. It's amazing. Um, Simlish, the oh funny gibberish... Gibberish? Gibberish? Gibberish. Why did I say gibberish? <laughs> I've lost it. Gibberish! Shut up! <laughs> the gibberish language the Sims speak was also invented by Will Wright. He didn't want to use English because he didn't want it to get, like, repetitive. And also, it makes it more, like, universal. Yeah. Like, yeah. anybody can play and doesn't matter where they you're don't playing know. It exactly, because yeah. it's just a made-up language. It's just gibberish. <laughs> it's gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> so they can just interpret the gibberish how they want. So yeah. usually they're just, like, complete, they just have voice actors come in and just do completely <laughs> random words. I'd be really good at that. Wouldn't that be so fun? But there are some commonalities. For example... Susu means hello. <laughs> dog dog is goodbye. Phoebe Lay is I'm hungry. <laughs> I remember they always say that. Phoebe Lay. And I didn't know this, but apparently they, if they see a dog, they say woofum. <laughs> Phoebe Lay. I'm going to like go around. Like, I like come home from work. Phoebe Lay. No, cause, yeah, they're always like Phoebe Lay. They're like whining. <laughs> Phoebe Lay. Yeah, after the pod. Phoebe Lay. <laughs> Susu. <laughs> dog dog. Dog dog. <laughs> um, and this is crazy. The Flaming Lips, Katy Perry, Lily Allen, Soja Boy, and <laughs> more have all made simlish versions of their songs. What? What what Flaming Lips song is I don't in know. Simlish? I didn't look that one up, but I know Katy Perry's Last Friday night. That plays in the Sims? Simlish. No, it doesn't play in the Sims. Oh, okay, but that'd be hilarious if it's, like, on the radio. <laughs> I don't think so. It's like she don't use jelly. It's like, flippity-hoom-flop. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. flop <Flamity-poop. laughs> 
<laughs> soldier boy That's in so simlish so he's like I bet it does play on the radio. Flippin' flop. I just sound like something. It's just like flippin' flippy flop flop flippy floppy boo. So dumb. Anyway, yeah, I don't. Maybe they do play on the radio. I didn't look that up, but that's crazy. It makes sense. Because you can turn the radio. I love that. You can be like jazz. And the way that like the Sims dance, it's like yeah, it's so funny. Okay, now let's get into the legacy. Hell yeah. So the franchise has sold nearly 200 million copies worldwide making it one of the best-selling video game series of all time. Damn, I believe it. Makes sense. Because it really does appeal to, like, any type of person. Yeah. It broke new ground by reaching a majority audience of young women, as I said. Um, Very different from gaming's traditional demographic. And it's remained popular for over 20 years and has reached 20 million unique players worldwide. Damn. I know. It's also won countless awards, including GameSpot's Best Game of the Year when it came out in 2000, so... Right when it came out, it was winning awards. And it's also created, like, a huge Sims community, which is still popping to this day. So there's, like, subreddits. There's online forums. That's where I found my my cheat codes. Um, (laughs) I went to the online forums. I was there. (laughs) I was in the online forums, bitch. There's also, like, an online library called The Gallery that lets users download custom and fan-created content. So you can get some stuff that's not available in the actual game. Um, And then... Yeah, the, even though the format of the game has remained the same over the like twenty years, I feel like it never gets old because of like the ever changing content of like the mods, the the there's like community created challenges you can do. And there's just something so alluring about like The Sims just as a concept. Like you said, like it's, it's just fun. like funny and that like dark you humor want. and like the little like quirks to it are just like you never get tired of it's those things because there's something new to like find and like something exactly. funny each time you play it. Exactly. Yeah. And then of course all the expansion packs like allow you to do there's like endless things that Tiger can be added dynasties, on. Tiger people dynasties, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the most random shit possible. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's the funniest shit. <laughs> okay, I just want to end with this quote. Oh my god, it's Charles London, the art director of The Sims, in an interview with Vice said, I think the game's true magic is that it allows the player to inhabit both the storyteller and the audience role almost simultaneously in a fluid back and forth. That's why along with just the sheer machine of content that you can't try to match, it's really had no competition. It's been a one game genre for 20 plus years. Yeah. So true. Which is also true. Like you do play, you're the storyteller, you're the god, but you're also the audience. You get to see how it plays out. Oh my god! Like, Whoa! It's so meta. So much honestly. agency. Yes. Yeah, so, too much agency. <laughs> too when, much. when you have too much agency, <laughs> when the agency gets to your head. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is so true though. Like it is one of yeah. the kind. And you'd think like people would have tried to make like spin off, and I bet there were, but like I could no, not name a single this, one. This is this the. Is it. It's a one game genre. Really, what other life simulation games are there? I don't know. The I mean, Sims they have, like, is it. Oh my god! Do you remember that? There's, like, games, like, when you're, like, a kid, like, online, like, Pop Tropica and, like, shit like that. Oh, my God, Pop Tropica? I forgot about that. Remember that other one where they'd be on the little boards? What was that one? Dude, I don't know. Webkins? Oh, my God. Webkins is so I good. stay thinking about that, the guy, the, what was he, the gold mine guy? The, go- the gold the mine, mine guy. Dog. <laughs> welcome to Blah 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 <laughs> Tavern. He's like, welcome to Webkins World. <laughs> I love Webkins. That's a whole other thing we could do. Slayed, bro. Okay, that's all I have on The Sims. But I, I love it. I wanted to do honorable childhood video game mentions. I was going to say that because we talked a little bit at the beginning like, about the ones that we like played. But yes. yeah, let's get into it. Let's what do that. Some other ones. So my... I didn't do like a Fuck, Mary Kill, but I think we should just do some yeah, honorable mentions. I agree. Yeah. So my favorite childhood video games, I'm probably missing some, but I just added Webkins. 
How can oh I God. forget about Webkin? Webkin is so good. Club Webkin, Penguin. Club Penguin. Yeah. Um, Wizard 101. Oh! <laughs> Did you play Wizard 101? Yes! Yes! You literally just unlocked that memory for me. What the fuck? Did I ever tell you this story? My, <gasps> so my brother and my mom and I crazy about wizard 101 <laughs> my mom was crazy my mom was a stay-at-home mom for years so she played so, wizards on <laughs> can i tell you this one time because like <laughs> zach and i came home and my mom was playing wizard 101 and it was like fun like she would always like get into whatever we were into which yeah. is really sweet Aww. but she got to like level 80 <laughs> like she got like r- like way beyond zach and zach was like kind of obs- zach was like what? Because Zach was at, like, 50. Like, he wanted to be the one who was, like, yeah. at the highest level, you know, being the boy. <laughs> Your mom was like, watch this, bitch. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God. Like, Mom, like, how did you get to level 80? Like, she was just, like, sitting at home, like, playing Wizard 101 all day. It's so There's, like, funny. dishes piling up. Like, the laundry has been done in three weeks. She's, like, she's like sitting by the computer, like, <laughs> all I know is Wizard 101. <laughs> no, I freaking love Wizard 101. So When good. you get in the battles, when you fight the Kraken. Oh, my God. Good, dude. I forgot about that game. It's an amazing game. Oh my um, God. Little Big Planet. You ever play that? I never played Little Big Planet. We That's a fun one. That. Um, Half Life, Fallout, Portal. Portal stays slang. I never played Portal either. That's a really that you would I like. I didn't that. play a lot of the same games you played. Like we played. I played more story based. A lot of like Nintendo games, of course. I mean, we yeah. Played like, well, like the Wii way later on, but like early, early childhood. Like, we played some games on, like, the GameCube. There was, like, some sports mm. games. Like, we played this one hockey game. My my dad and my sister got really into this hockey game. And it'd be, like, they'd be playing it for fucking hours, like, this NHL game. And then I'd be, like, guys, can we go outside? Like, can you take me to the park or whatever the fuck? And they're, like, yeah, after this level. And I was, like, oh, my <laughs> fucking God. Like, get off the GameCube and take me to the park. It was, like, excessive. I don't know what else we, like. I feel like you seem like you're more of, like, a Sportsy we kind got, of fan. I mean, I, so my other option was um, when I was going to do this was, I mean, I think I'm going to save it for the Wii game because it also was a, eventually a Wii game, but Guitar Hero. Like, right. that was like a phenomenon I in did my that family. Too. Like, we yeah. played guitar, like, like intensely. Every Same, single like, the whole family, family. get together, we would play Guitar Hero. Yeah. Like, my siblings, like, literally beat, like, the entire games. Like, they were so good at it, like, on expert, like, going so crazy on the Guitar Dude. Hero. Like, still today, like, last week, I'm like, we played it. And my sister was, like, shredding on the fucking Guitar <laughs> Hero. But, no. Like, that was the biggest one for us was Guitar yeah. Hero. And then all the skate games were, like, huge, too. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the Guitar Hero and, like, Rock Band are the ones that, like, universally like your whole family would get involved yeah you'd have like one i was i was always on drums like drums someone's on guitar someone's singing like it was like a family affair it was same with we sports we would all play yeah bowling together it was so fun like and guitar hero holds up like it's so fun i need to play it you yeah it's so fun um that's pretty much all of mine call of duty and then any wii game just dance do you ever play mortal kombat i got really into mortal kombat as a kid and i was actually pretty good at it but okay slay okay slay those combos there's probably some i'm missing i we played the scott pilgrim video game that was so fun did you ever play kingdom hearts no, I think Zach did, though. Oh! Zach has played pretty much every Kingdom video game. Kingdom Hearts was so fucking fun. That also had a chokehold on us. Like, we loved Kingdom Hearts. I've, that I've was definitely so heard fun. of that. Yeah, we played that a lot. I was more of a PC girl. Once I was in my tomboy gamer girl era, I was on the PC. Yeah, we had some PC games. Like, mostly Sims, though. Yeah, and, like, Wizards 101 or, like, World of Warcraft, shit like that. But, like, World we didn't... Warcraft. World of <laughs> We didn't, like, really get into that. I think my dad, like, got into that for a little bit. But, like... Um, did you ever play... What is it? Oh, my God. Skyrim. <laughs> No, my brothers still play that. God of War. Zach. On the PSP. 
<laughs> Zach fucking loves God of War. <gasps> Zach God always is... tries to make me play God of War. God of War is actually kind of fun, like Loki. It is. I think but... Peter also plays it like he likes it. Zach's like Zach will like play me a God of War soundtrack. Like, like, <laughs> like listen, he's like, can you cue up this song? And it's like from God of War. And I'm like, <laughs> like bitch, are you kidding me? That's such a nerdy thing to do. But yeah, yeah, it was like a lot of that that kind of shit. Grand Theft Auto. Yep. All that stuff. Yeah. Anything else? No, More I think we gotta to move on. We gotta move on. We gotta on. move on. You're so right. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this. We're definitely gonna do more video games stuff in the future. Like, this I'm is into I'm this. surprised we haven't done one yet. Yes, like, seriously. I was like, wait, fuck, we need to do we that. We need to get on We always on talk that. about it, and then we never have done it. So, seriously. there'll be more, guys. There'll be more. If there's anything you want us to talk about, write to us. Have you checked the email? Oh, yeah, I check it all the time. No one's writing to us. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Guys, write to us. Guys, Let write us to know. us. We really want to know. Um, our What's your fave video is, games? What is the email? Um, is it at the Pop Culture Vultures Pod? It is, yeah, the Pop Culture Vultures Pod at gmail.com. Write us in. Also, follow us on Instagram. Eventually, I will get a TikTok going too, but I'm trying to figure, figure out video content and how I want to do that. So, we're getting there, girls. Stay just. Trust the process. Trust the process. We love you guys for listening. And yes. please share and rate us and do all the things like please. that. Please. Please. <laughs> Christ, please. <laughs> please. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll see you next time. Next week, we're going to have a little um, Yule festive episode. Yee. And then we're going to take a little break while we enjoy the holidays. And then yes. we'll be back at the top of the year, bitch. Yes, with lots of new fun content. Yay. Yee. All right. So we'll see you guys then. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you, bye.